0: Welcome to the Trust this Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and we are coming at you with another episode. This week is only audio, so if you are listening to this, then you are in the right spot because we are not doing a video <laughs> podcast we're, this week.
1: We're not doing videos, like, at all.
0: Yes, we will.
1: Well, it's like a, a conflict between the two of us, but the videos just takes so much time and so much effort to edit and put together. And for us, you know, we, it's fun to do the video, but it's so much extra work that like you only have time for so much. So we thought let's get back to the audio because doing the video is almost hindering us from even showing up and doing the podcast because instead of just taking 10 minutes to edit this and throw it up, it was taking two plus hours. Yeah. So anyways, we're like, let's stick to the video for now because we love the showing or the, <sighs> The audio for now, because we love showing up and we love talking with you guys, um and it's what we're capable of putting out right now in this moment. And so we're gonna stick with what do they say? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. There you
0: go. I don't know why the twang was there, but
1: because isn't it like southern? I feel like the person like just because you I, say ain't. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay. But so this anyways. week, uh,
0: this week we're gonna be talking about uh why money is not worth your happiness.
1: Yeah, and like losing your soul over. So we're going to get into that and also some big life changes that are coming the way that coming our way that we have made some big decisions in the last couple of weeks that were completely unexpected. As life happens sometimes, well, as we know a lot, um, things change very quickly. And so we're going to get into all of that in this episode and just kind of reconnect with you guys and catch you up on all the things. So, let's do it, Daddy. Let's do
0: it. But before we get into the show, we want to talk to you this time of year. Everybody knows what it is, and we honestly have the best holiday gift guide. In the Says backpack, it makes for the best holiday gift that we could ever imagine.
1: It's not really like a guide; it's just like it's get a our, guide
0: to guide you to go buy just, the Backpack. Just get the
1: backpack. Basically, like if for it's perfect for your travel friends. If you have friends that love to travel, have adventures, they're frequent flyers, or maybe even just take to work with them or hike. Um, it's the perfect gift, and it even comes all packaged up in its own little box, so it makes like the... It's um, easy to wrap. Super easy to wrap. It makes for like a fun unboxing, and I just think it's a really fun gift. It's vibey, and it's something that can really be utilized in the traveler life. And so I think it's awesome. So head over to imtravsess.com and go check it out. There is still time for you to be able to order it and get it in time for Christmas and get it under the tree and give to your favorite travel lover and friend.
0: Beautiful. Or yourself. For yourself. Buy it for yourself.
1: Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Micro, please prepare for a Okay, so let's see. Where should we start? Um, Where
0: do we begin? I mean, the things that happened in the last hour, I mean, you and I have just been like in an idea-driven like mode for the past like week, and that's because of the new life change. So I think like starting there.
1: So we always say, I think this is important to note. Okay, so we're currently, Aaron's taking a contract in Poughkeepsie right now. And I'm working full time in Trapsa, so I'm not taking a contract. But Erin has one of the, what did she say? It was like the second highest bill rate in the country right now. In the nation. In the nation. Like, super high paying job. And and that was great. That was like, that was one of the reasons why we came here, right? The bill rate was super high. I thought that I was going to take a job too, but that didn't end up working out. So, super high paying. And, we always say with traveling that the beauty of this lifestyle too is even when you get into maybe a contract that is hard or challenging like we all know right where you're just like damn like this this kind of sucks it's only for three months right so you can put your head down you get your job done and then you know you're you're out of there so it's definitely easier to get through something that's challenging because you know it's temporary so we do talk about that a lot when travelers are struggling and even with ourselves when we've had contracts where we're kind of struggling a little bit or it's not our favorite we're like this is going to go by quick put your head down set a goal do the damn thing and then move on so that's kind of always been our mentality and we've been able to really we use that and we've been able to get through some kind of sticky situations totally good Oh, I didn't want to like... No, no, keep going. Okay. So, all of that being said, this contract has brought up, it's made us kind of think about things in a different way. Mm -hmm. And because, so Aaron's contract is up on December 17th, and like we said, it's a lot of money and so that's been really nice and so we were going to just extend so we could keep making that really good money and then we would we're leaving for patagonia in march so it was kind of the perfect time of just instead of picking up and moving somewhere else and getting settled we could just stay here stay in momentum keep making that money and then we would leave for our trip and kind of go from there that was the original plan and if you want to kind of step in here like you you've just been having a really really hard time at this contract
0: yeah this has been a really tough contract for me and i think kim and i have have talked about it to exhaustion of like really trying to figure out what it is right because i think i have to preface before i go into this because i could probably catch myself saying some things that if i didn't pad it with like the truth it would sound a lot different than it really is if that makes sense so What I'm saying here is is right now, this contract that I'm in, if I'm looking back and tracing it back through all of my contracts over the last 10 years, this is really tough for me now. It is the toughest one I've ever dealt with. And I think the clarity came that it's tough for me right now because of the position you and I are in in our personal lives. If this was the first contract I ever took, or like towards the beginning, when it was just about taking contracts and exploring, this would be a great contract, per se. <laughs> because there is a lot of things I don't like, like the, the management team is not there, they're not, they're, it's just kind of like a chaotic environment when it comes down to communication and the way they do things. There's, there's a no lot no leadership. Of, there's no leadership, there's a lot of simplicity there um, when it comes down to, like for instance, there's no value in being good. And I think I have a tough time with that. Like, I if I'm going to go and spend my time at the hospital, like, I want to get better. I want to learn something new. I want to improve my skills. I want to be valued for the skills that I have. And that's not present at this place. Then, I was
1: going to say, because you said simplicity, and but also, like, um, complacent. Like,
0: they yes. don't,
1: they kind of, instead of you know all the the tax they've only been there and have haven't really haven't been anywhere they've else they've
0: never been anywhere else
1: yeah so they're just complacent with like this is just how it is instead of wanting to be better or wanting to fix the problem or find a solution that makes more sense they're kind of just people who complain and bitch and just blah 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 but don't really care to try to make any sort of change
0: right and they're also in a place where we're older and we don't want more responsibilities we don't want more job duties we don't want more than anything that we have and so it's just like that level of just like guys you could be so much better and there's just no will or desire and I think that entrepreneurial mind in me that always improving that self growth kind of person just doesn't fit with this place
1: right and it's also a very toxic environment so Toxic in just the way of the bitching, the moaning, the complaining, the franticness, the chaoticness, the...
0: Everybody hating their jobs.
1: Right. It's like there's nothing worse than being in a department where everybody hates their job. Everybody is salty and miserable. And, you know, that whole kind of mentality around people rallying around complaining and bitching and, oh, this person did this and this person did that. and, And that's kind of the center of attention. That's the center of conversation. And you see that a lot. You know, in hospitals, I think that's kind of what gets us off. You know, people kind of come together to complain about things. But then when you can sprinkle that in with fun conversation and, hey, what would you do this weekend? And I did this and check this place out. And it's sprinkled in with inspiring conversation that's fun and kind of gets you out of that like funky place when you're at work and it's busy and all the things. When you don't have that and it's like you're just kind of working in this environment that's always negative and toxic. And then you also don't really quote unquote click with anybody because they're all just kind of focused in this negative frame of mind where you don't feel like there's really any kind of connection there. So you're just going in the grind every day busy working your dick off, running around, and you don't really also have that little bit of downtime where you can even just have a quick conversation that feels fun. There's none of that. Are you working in know I know, like, well, we've,
0: you explain that so well because and you've never even stepped foot we've in the We talked
1: about this almost every night. I feel like I'm in your head at work because I we've, you've shared so much that it's like, I can just feel that and see that, you know, I
0: think there is like a bright point. For instance, one of the guys I work with is down in New York city this weekend. And he went down there and to see the Christmas lights and to go ice skating and to like go eat and things like that. And so I'm excited to talk to him about what he experienced because we've been talking about that. And they've been telling us that we have to go, which is a big dream of ours. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm excited about that. So there is bright moments, right? There's, there's never just 100% darkness in anything that I've ever been in, but like those are few and far between. Right.
1: So, and I want to preface too by saying that, you know, obviously we've been taking contracts for 10 years and we've been together for 15 years. I know you better than anybody, you know. I know you better than yourself. I know what's best for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I will tell you. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're right, and that's what sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Always know what's best. But, so I know you, and, and I know your work ethic, and I know you're so great at changing your mindset and your perception, and you can kind of be in a funk, and you know how to pull yourself out of it. You use your tools. Like, you're good at that. And so, when you come to me and say, I've literally reached my breaking point where I feel like I'm a shell of myself. I feel like my soul is being sucked from my body. Depressed. I I feel depressed. Feeling like you're going to have a panic attack, that you're having chest pain at work, that you have to go into the bathroom and like bring yourself down. That is so out of character for who you are. Mm -hmm. And you're not like a drama queen, right? Like So when you're telling me this it's like holy shit like this is not a drill because it it, i feel like you're somebody that it takes a very long time Mm -hmm. for you to get to a place where you're like i'm done and in 10 years you've never said that you might be like oh like i'll we all do i'm I'm freaking over it i'm tired i want to break when is this contract going to end that's all normal stuff but you've never been like I'm fucking done. I can't do this anymore. I'm miserable, like capital M. Mm-hmm. You've never said that before. No, and I
0: think like the proving fact is like Thursday. I was having like chest pain and had to go into the bathroom. And then Friday, I actually had like an okay day. Right when it comes down to the 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 what do you call it? The not the pie chart, but the graph of like it it, it reached. It wasn't like the best day I've ever had in a contract. But for what the consistency is, it was a good day, right? Like I didn't have chest pain. I felt okay. I had a good day. We had good conversations. It was a low key environment. We got work done. I actually had some cool interactions with the doctors that kind of like elevated my level of like I got to take charge a little bit and like plan some things and be like, dude, we're going to get this done today. And it moved very well, right? And so that kind of like lights me up and that got me going. But like for the most part... Um, I was also gonna say that like even at Emory, right? Emory, I was like, that place is nuts. (laughs) It's like, and it wasn't, it was a great environment. Like I loved everybody that I worked with. It, It was fun when I was working, the doctors were cool. We were doing cool stuff. It was pushing me out of my comfort zone, but like it was exhausting because it's just like nonstop. But even then I was like, hey, I'm done. But then I was like, "Wait, let's restructure this. Like, what if I stay another six months?" And I was willing to do that. So to say that I don't have that skill level, I've never done that. Back to your point, yeah. like this one just reached a point where another three months, I, I literally felt myself decaying.
1: Right. So, so then let's take it back. So we, your contract was up in December on December seventeenth, and so we kind of made that decision that you were gonna take two weeks off for Christmas and then you were gonna go back and you were gonna work three more months. So you were gonna do a whole nother contract so that we could keep making really good money, get ourselves in a better financial position and then we would leave and go to Patagonia and go from there. So that's kind of what we decided. And then you were, when you called you called me from work that day and then we've had multiple conversations since then but it was just like, I can't extend, I can't do this. And it's that point where you're like, okay, Because I even said to you, I support you no matter what. Like, technically, if you don't extend, we're leaving in two weeks. So that's a little crazy, but we're used to that. And together as a team, we can always figure anything out. But your mental health, your well being, your happiness, your joy is so much more important than you just quote unquote sticking it out for money. Because Mm -hmm. that was the only reason we were staying, because we didn't want to pick up and leave because of money. We didn't want to, you know, leave this contract because it was good money. It was money, 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 money. And while money is important and money is something that we want to make to be able to reach our goals, when you take that step back and be like, money isn't fucking worth this. Like money isn't worth you being miserable in tears and coming home and me looking at you and being like, this is not Aaron, like this is not my husband. Just to make money? And I think we had that revelation of even though we always say, like, put your head down, you can get through anything when it's temporary, you have to really peel back the layers and be like, is this something you can get through and push yourself because of the goals you're trying to reach? Or is this something that you need to recognize? It's literally killing my joy and it's making me feel so disconnected from myself and my life that the money is not worth it right and that is kind of that was the decision that we made that we're like this isn't worth it and together we will figure it out because Mm -hmm. when you listen to your gut and your inner voice that's telling you this isn't right this is something that i feel like i just can't continue doing when you listen to that and take action from that place of clarity of knowing and we had gotten to that place of talking it out and coming to that understanding of like this is not going to work then from there, you know, you can figure it out because there's always another plan.
0: Totally. And it's funny how, remember how we said it just felt like, like you and I work really well from our hindsight moments. We always talk about it. Like I always say, you know, everybody says hindsight 2020, but I always like try to view my life in hindsight in a way of like, even if I can push myself to think down the road, what will I say in hindsight and make that a, like put that into effect now. Right. And so like really thinking of it in that way. And I think like looking back, you and I were like the decisions we were making, we would feel really good about it. And then it would be like the car pulled the emergency brake and it just didn't feel right. Or there'd be a huge road bump that we couldn't get around or it just didn't work out. And it was like after we did the talk and realized that like I'm not willing to sell my soul Mm. for this money. What can we do? It all started to flow into place because, again, I found that joy space. I started coming from my, like, my decision-making wasn't coming out of a panic mode and out of desperation to change my scenario. It was like, okay, what works for us? What is that negotiable thing that we're willing to do? And then all these things came into play. Right. And it was like those God-given, like... The, I was open to, to receive the message that I was supposed to be getting from God, angels, universe, whatever it is, right, whatever you connect to. But God was putting things in my face that now I'm able to see as signs of like, here's your avenue, bro. Like, just take the steps and I'll keep putting them in front of you. And that's the flow that you and I have been in for our entire lives. And we were disconnected from that flow. And until we took that back step to be like, okay. What are we missing? We're not selling our soul for money. What's out there for us? What can we do?
1: Well, right. And I think when you're having... So I think too just for the travelers listening, right? Because I think like you have to know yourself enough to know... Yes. When you can keep pushing because maybe it is really good money and you have a goal you're going after. Or when it's a time to tap out because you're you're suffering. Your, your mental health, your emotional health is suffering... Knowing yourself to know when the right time to stay and when the right time to go is because once we were able to talk that out and get super clear on it was time to go, your, your body, your emotions are always trying to talk to you. They're always trying to tell you what's up and you, your body was responding again with the stress, with this, with the chest pains, with the feelings of depression. All of these things that are out of character for you is like turning inward and being like alarm bells are going off. Why? And let's like talk this out or figure this out and listen to that, right? Like let's not push through these alarm bells because it was so loud And so when we made that decision, like you said, to not sell our souls, uh, even though it was a little bit stressful to think about, oh my gosh, we're leaving, what are we gonna do? What are the next steps? We knew there was always a solution, right? There's always a plan, there's always a path, and it's this or something better. If you're feeling like it's time to make a pivot, then the path will reveal itself because it always does. It's always there, 100%, and we believe that. So as soon as we made that decision, the whole world started opening up in a way that we hadn't even thought about. It wasn't even a blip on our radar. So like that chaos going on internally with you at this job opened up a space for us to be guided a completely different direction that we never would have even looked at.
0: Totally. And I think I always like to teach lessons and like things that I'm learning Um, Because maybe that's helpful to other people. And again, going back to my personality and something that I've discovered and I'm still kind of struggling with. And thank God I have the best partner in the world to be able to talk this out with. And you do understand me enough that I don't have to prove anything to you. I can just be my honest self, which is like a really cool thing. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. But like I've noticed that during this time. But I'm also the guy that could be running a marathon with two like broken shins. And I'm still going to finish. Right? I just have that mentality that if I have to crawl, I'm going to finish Right, my mindset. I work on that all the time where like my mind tells me to stop, but my body's going to say no. And so I can overpower that mindset to finish the goal that I set out to do. That's just my mentality. That's who I am. Right. It doesn't there's no obstacle that I'm not going to get over. So what was a weird thing for me was like I was having that voice in my head that said, you're you're quitting. You're quitting. You're you're going soft to this like you're giving in to the mindset. And so you can push through that. And it was like, wait a minute. No, I can't. And I still feel weird in a in a vulnerable state that I've never felt before to say that, like, I can't do this and we have to adjust and we have to make some difficult decisions that could get us off our financial goal that we're trying to set for our future. And the future things that we want to do because I can't take this. Mm -hmm. And that's a weird thing for me to be in. But I've actually like the minute I let that ball go and cut that chain, everything opened up and I'm not putting us in a bad situation. It's actually a better situation than we could have ever imagined based off the fact that I finally cut that chain and said no. Mm -hmm. And so that's been a learning thing for me.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we were talking about this like the other day, but... You know, or we are listening to the Jay Shetty um, on calm app. He does a Jay Shetty, a daily Jay, daily Jay, and it's like seven minutes, and it's just a beautiful message of some sort. It's always different, with a little bit of a meditation, and it's something that we really like to listen to in the morning. And we don't listen all the time, but when we when we when we're together, we try to listen. And there was one the other day, and it was about um, pain, pain, and you know, there's like. Just to quickly, like there was three different people and they were hiking and one's always complaining all the time and, you know, in pain and this and that. And then the other person is like, I'm fine. And like,
0: I'll take me... your weight and I'll, I'll do this. I'm perfectly fine.
1: Yeah. And then the other person kind of was okay, but then took breaks and took snacks and kind of, acknowledged, like, I'm tired. I need, I need a second. Right. And so kind of the, the takeaway was, and, and we, we kind of came to like, you're kind of this second person where you tend to carry the weight of, you have longer stamina and you can carry the weight of others and you can kind of stay in the shit a lot longer because you kind of put everything else ahead of your own uh, needs. And that's something that you kind of have been recognizing of, no, I need to take care of myself first. I need to show up for me first. Nothing else matters Nothing else matters if you're struggling mentally, right? Our relationship's not going to thrive. Our business isn't going to thrive. Our life isn't going to thrive. Like you have to take care of yourself first, right? And so it was kind of that letting go of I don't need to grit and bear it for so long. Like you're naturally going to be a person who can always push yourself because you have that like inner grit and determination. You are not a quitter. And that's just a part of who you are, but it's also that recognition of, like, I can still be that and also recognize my own, my, one of my strengths is I can let it go and let go of something that is tearing me down and I don't need to take on all the other stuff.
0: Right. Well, and I realize, like, you're just a powerhouse in who you are and you're very, you know yourself better than anybody I've ever met. Right. And it was just like in Palm Springs, you reach that point And like, I was like, we're on a mission here to stack cash for our future trips and where we're going and how long we can take off. And like, we have to reach this point. And you were just literally like, there's nothing wrong with this contract. I'm just fucking done mm-hmm. and I'm not working anymore. And I'm, they said I can leave and I'm leaving. Yeah. And I was just like that feeling of. For me, it was just like, why can't you stick it out like a couple more weeks? Like, it's just yeah. a couple more weeks.
1: But you also... Right, it was only like two weeks, I think. It wasn't mm-hmm. even that much longer. But I had reached this breaking point where I felt I was having panic attacks. And I was feeling super anxious. And again, that's not like me. And I was just feeling this debilitating feeling of anxiety. And I had just reached that point where I was like I'm fucking done I'm done it does the money doesn't matter we're fine like it's not worth it to me it's not worth it and if I have an out I'm gonna take it and you you supported me through that you said absolutely like if that's what you need to do that's what you need to do even though you were I get what you're like but there's only two weeks left just suck it up girl but I had reached that point where I was like I'm done And there's nothing you can do to change my mind. Right,
0: but it was my own shit that was that voice, right? My own way of being that was my voice. And that's not your voice. That's my voice. And so being able to separate that of just like, wow, that was interesting. But it also paved a path for me to feel that there was that open floor to say, you know what? I've reached my point, right? And like that came about and it was easier for me To think through that and be able to do that because you had already paved that path.
1: And now it's interesting how that works, too, is because when you called me that day and you were like, I'm done, I'm walking (laughs) out, Mm -hmm. which you said that multiple times, I'm leaving, but you were like, I'm done, I've hit my breaking point, Uh, it's now physically affecting me, Mm -hmm. I... I knew exactly how you were feeling because that happened to me in Palm Springs. So I wasn't just like, come on, keep going. You only have another week. Like you got this, whatever. It was like, I knew instantly how you were feeling because I've been there too. So it was like, that's where it kicks into gear of like, all right, what's the solution then? Mm -hmm. Let's find a solution. So we kind of made that decision, which then led, you know, as if you guys have been listening to this podcast or following us, you know, that our obsession for this past year has been trying to make it to Colorado. And that door has kept closing and kept closing. And we really thought we Aaron was gonna end his contract on December 17th and that these jobs were gonna open up for us in Boulder and we were gonna get settled in for, there for a year. And it was almost like, it felt like it was written in the stars. Like, mm-hmm. of course this is gonna happen. And then that door closed again. And it was like, well, what the fuck is that about, mm-hmm. right? And so it was just, again coming from that place of like how we look at life is like it's just not meant to be the timing isn't right and it's just not meant to be so why like we got to stop forcing it and just take that take the the hint it's not the right time so that kind of took a turn right not
0: the right time right now right
1: now so we were able to just check that box and let that go for the moment And then we were like, okay, so what's going to be next for us? And what do we want this to look like? And the other trickier part is that you were also going to extend here because it was only a nine-week extension. Because we're leaving to go to Patagonia, we can't take a full 13-week contract, right? So by the time you go somewhere and get settled and all the things, it's not 13 weeks. So that was the other caveat. And
0: um, I'm glad you mentioned that.
1: Right, and we're also leaving for a month. And so it's, you know, so then it's like the whole, oh, we got to drive back to Florida and put our stuff in storage and stay in, you know, do all these things. It was like, well, that feels like shit. So there was all these little things that it just wasn't like if it was if everything was kind of how it's been for the past 10 years. Where we were just in this normal traveler mode, it's like awesome. Pack up the jeep. Let's take well, yeah, where let's are we do gonna, another Where are we headed? Where That's are we going?
0: Real. And it doesn't matter, right?
1: You know that it wouldn't even. We wouldn't even be. It wouldn't even be a big deal. But because we have these other moving parts that we have to try to finagle and make sure that we can fit things in, it adds that layer of.
0: Yeah, no, and it's also along the lines of, like, what we already have planned for 2023. That's what I'm saying, yeah. it's, It's not like, oh, we're going to Patagonia for a month and that's it. There's literally, like, another trip planned in May and then another one in August and then we have TravCon in September and then we have, like, I mean, the list goes on and on. Possibly filming a TV show. Like, there's so many things going on that we have to prepare ourselves for that it's not just, like you said... Oh, I'll just get another contract somewhere else.
1: Right. And that's right. When we looked at 2023, it's a different type of year for us because in like, we're like Aaron said, we're doing Peru again, um, hiking to Machu Picchu again in June and we get back from Patagonia in the middle of April. So it's like, well, that's not a 13 week contract. And then we end there and then we go to, um, Travcon Oh yeah. And then, and then we go to Bali in September. So that's not a 13 week contract. So we knew next year was going to look a little different and we weren't sure how. Oh, and then if we're filming the TV show, then we're out filming. So we're like, gosh, it's going to look different. And we don't know exactly how it's going to look because how are we going to fit in these contracts? We're like, maybe we'll just take quick ones, but then we also need to be stable because we're kind of coming and going. And So we're like, how is this going to look next year? You know, like we just weren't really sure, but we were open. And so that was another reason of, you know, wanting to kind of push this contract because we're making so much money that we can just keep saving and saving and get ourselves in a position where when we're having these breaks, we're We're able. Yeah. So we knew next year was going to look very different than the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And we weren't sure what that meant for us. So then Colorado closed because we thought we'd go there for the year and that could be our base. And and maybe um, these jobs there also had opportunities for PRN. Mm -hmm. So we could take a travel contract and then switch into PRN and pick up shifts in between everything else. So that was kind of the thought that that did not work out.
0: Right. So, So then I had my breakdown and I called Kim and I was like, this is physically blah, blah, blah. I came home that day and it was like a mess. dude. Like, remember, I was on the couch. You were on the couch. I was like. Staring off into oblivion. Like, it was just, like, not a good scene. And something that we haven't seen in any sort of our travels in the last 10 years. And then it was just like, okay, like, let's just put it out there that, like, we don't have to have the decision tonight, but we're willing to make a change. I'm not staying until March. Period. End of story. Mm -hmm. And so the next day I went to work and I was like, I had a different pep in my step. It was like, okay, like, I'm not connected to this place until March. Like, I have... As of right now, like, my extension didn't even come through, and I was still kind of negotiating it. And I'll never forget, it was, like, the last case of the day of the room that I was in.
1: Wait, hold on, because you got – wait, we skipped a part, because we – the other place that we really love –
0: I was getting there. Oh, you
1: were going to talk about yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead.
0: And so, what, the, the place that we loved was Seattle. Mm-hmm. And one of the people that I used to work, work with at the facility was like, hey, we need a traveler. I think one's leaving. We need another traveler. It would fit perfectly for the December time. And so I went onto the IA website, and sure enough, there's a posting for a traveler position at Harborview Medical Center. Starting in the middle of December. And I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me.
1: And we were like, okay. You know, because you loved working there. Mm-hmm. You loved the people. You loved the vibe. We absolutely love Seattle. It was
0: my favorite contract.
1: Favorite contract. Love the city. Love the vibes there. We have friends there. We... Um,
0: big travel community.
1: Big travel community. So it checked all the boxes. But then the, the other part of that was that... Well, we have to drive, and, and remember, we have all of our stuff with us, right? Because we had to take a U-Haul to New York because we couldn't get any furniture, so we have all of our stuff with us, and so it we would have to drive across the country from New York to Seattle with a U-Haul towing our Jeep in the middle of winter, and it just felt like such a big move, like yeah, it was just. It's like, God, I wish Seattle was so much closer because it checked all the boxes in all of the ways because then also you could work the contract and then come back and we could find some PRN work.
0: Mm-hmm. And because we have community, there's people for Mimi. It's like a whole thing.
1: Yeah. So like that sounds perfect except for the drive, except the fact that it's so expensive to move across the country and drive through the snow and all of the things like We didn't feel up for that but we were like okay let's stay open and if this is supposed to work out it will it could be a possibility and so as we do we're like let's just stay open and see what
0: happens yeah so i reached out they were like the people that i worked with were like i'll go talk to the manager right now so they went and talked to the manager and they're like one of our travelers is leaving we might need somebody in but we have to get approval for another traveler to come in and so she's like i'll let you know on monday So I was like, cool. So you and I went into the weekend like, hey, there's a possibility. We're good. This feels good. We have hope. There's hope. There's there's other roads to take. They might be a little treacherous, but we can do it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. No big deal. So Monday rolls around, and I find out that the job is actually closed. Well,
1: no. You skipped a part. Did I? Because... You, you oh. went on, so Aya, you can get on their app and you can see jobs, right? So that's a cool perk about Aya is like you can actually see the jobs that they're posting without having to email or call your recruiter. Like you can pop on on your own. So you were on the app to check on Harborview and then you saw underneath it that there was a the job. job
0: underneath it.
1: The job underneath Seattle was for a position at Baptist downtown in Jacksonville, which is where we're from. Mm-hmm. So, which was, so you, you screenshot of that to me and you were like, wow, because they never use travelers. Like Baptist doesn't use travelers uh, for, radiology. for radiology. They might for nursing. I think they do for nursing. but right? So we were like, holy shit. Like,
0: and the bill rate was through the roof,
1: even though it, it's like our tax home.
0: Yeah. We would figure that we, out.
1: But right. So like. But, but there was a travel job there. And so that was the first time we actually even thought of, huh, should we go to Florida? Right? Like, it's funny how Florida is never even on our radar in a sense, because for many different reasons, but we just kind of never thought about that even being an option. And so that kind of peaked something where we're like, well, that's interesting
0: well, and especially it wasn't like Baptist Beaches, it wasn't like Baptist South, it was Baptist Downtown. And I think that played a huge role in the excitement because on our before we went to New York, Kim and I went and stayed in an Airbnb in a new part of Jacksonville that you and I have not really experienced that much, but we've always been drawn to. Mm-hmm. And it's that riverside area. The houses are very New England style. They're old. They have character. The downtown area is popping. There's live music and amazing restaurants and breweries. And it's on the water. And it's this new up and coming area of Jacksonville that you and I went and explored. And we were just like walking around our Airbnb and like the restaurants there. The food was amazing. It feels
1: different. It's a different different type of vibe. Like when we lived in in Florida, we lived at the beach, which is cool too, but... It's it's very strip molly Florida, which I just am not attracted to where Riverside feels like a different I don't know, it just feels different. And when we stayed there, we're like, wow, this like this is such a cool part of town. And so we're like, cool, like maybe this could work out. And so again, just staying open and then you found out Harbor View was closed. Yeah. So you found out. So you saw the Jacksonville thing that kind of piqued our interest in a different type of way because we said, "Well, we'll get to go home. Um, cost of living is less there. We have friends. We have family. We have somebody for Mimi because we plan on traveling a lot next year. So and, and we get to drive to Florida, which is
0: way easier, and it's
1: south, right? Yeah. So we're not driving through snowstorms like in a U-Haul truck. So that kind of was like, hmm, okay." Well, maybe this could be something. And it's a two-day
0: drive as opposed to like a five.
1: Yeah. And so we are friends with the director still of Baptist Beaches. And so you reached out to him to kind of get the skinny of, hey, what's up? Is this, is this real?
0: Yeah. So then literally it was a Saturday and he reached out immediately to the manager of downtown. And they were like, no, we don't have an IR travel position. And I was like, really? It's posted. So I screenshotted him. And said, here it is. And he was like, bro, that's Cath Lab. Yeah. And I was like, son of a bitch. Well,
1: hold on. And that Saturday, so before that happened, before we knew it wasn't a real travel job, I was like, well, I could go and work PRN at Baptist Beaches, which was my first job out of college and where we met and all the things. And I could see if they need some PRN help. So I still I know the people there. So I reached out to one of my friends and on a Saturday
0: mm-hmm. and
1: was literally like, hey, like we might be coming back to Jacksonville. Aaron might be taking a contract job there. Do you guys need any help with PRN for call for shifts, things like that? And she was like, actually, we do. And we're in the process of interviewing people right now. Um, so, yeah, we do need somebody and we would love, obviously, to have you come back because that would be amazing, you know, and I haven't been there in 12 years, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I still like know the girls and I just have a special place in my heart and I'm like, okay, well that could be super cool because then you'd be taking the quick contract and that gets us in the door that gets us settled. And then, um, I could be taking PRN. So it's like, I could be working there, keeping my skills up, but also working in trapsest and we're home. And so, and
0: living in the new area and
1: living in Riverside, we're like, okay, well, maybe this could be it. And then you found out. So then you found out that it wasn't a travel job. So we were like, okay. But then he was like, but, well, we have full time jobs. And we were like, fuck you. Yeah. I I, I go,
0: (laughs) hey, man. I literally texted him back and said, did you not see the pay rate weekly? For that job, even
1: though you wouldn't get that, right? Anyways, because of travel or, but it would, or because of our tax home, but you would still get a shit ton more than right. working, you know, full time. But I, but regardless, like we don't full time is not an option for us. No. Like we, we, we just, have
0: we just painted the picture. Yeah, we have 20, too much going on. Right, right? we can't,
1: like, can't be like tethered somewhere. We have to have freedom and flexibility. And again, for ten years, traveling has been our freedom and flexibility because it's allowed us to take a contract, take time off, do all the things and it's like the epitome of freedom and flexibility and now we've just gotten to a different chapter where having some stability is the freedom and flexibility because right now thinking of moving every couple of months and where are we going and what are we doing and moving our stuff and blah 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 trying to fit that in in between all the other stuff like that doesn't seem like it's going to work right. Right. So having that kind of stability uh, in one place was what we were craving for next year.
0: Right, because I mean, fortunately, Travis has reached a point that we've wanted it to reach, and so now we're having to. Weigh out those options. And Trav says is the goal. It's the end goal. It always has been the goal. Yeah. It's not going full-time in the hospital. That's never been the goal.
1: Never been the goal. Right. So when he asked us about the full-time jobs, we were like, fuck off. And then he said, well, I have PRN jobs. And and obviously, um, I already knew about the PRN job uh, from my friend. And so... He was like, obviously, we have the PRN job for Kim at old, at Beaches, but then we also have the PRN IR at Downtown, at South, and at Beaches.
0: And that's what he said. The manager said, "No, we don't have a full time traveler, but we do have two PR. We have a PRN and a full time uh, open. Like you can apply for it right now."
1: Right. So then, again, as things just continue to lead, right? Like when you have an open mind to all possibilities, you kind of feel into things. Of if you would have asked me a week ago. Do you want to move back home to Florida for the year and work PRN? I would be like, "Uh, fuck no. Absolutely not. And because that's not even where our heads were at, like at all. We weren't even thinking about that until it popped up on Aya, which planted the seed, which then led to the next step, right? It's like there's always little little crumbs always. You just have to follow the crumbs. They're always leading you, right, to where you need to go. And so then we started just the conversation of, okay, well do you think that we could really manage PRN financially? Like, do you think that could be realistic for us to work PRN and then do all the things for Travcess next year and be able to make it work financially? Do you think, do we want to go back to Florida? What does that feel like? So we really had to sit down and kind of have a realistic conversation of do we think that we can do this and do we want to do this? Mm -hmm. And so we just started that conversation. It was almost like the more that we talked about it, the more it brought life into that that whole idea that we're like, wow, this could actually be the perfect next step for us that still allows us to work in the hospital, earning money, getting that additional support that we need, and also have the freedom and flexibility to do all the other things that we want to do because we're not full-time, and we're also not bound in a contract because when you're in a contract... You can't just go. You have to plan everything in between those contracts. So this is just like, oh, like we'll pick up the, the, these shifts this month, but then we're off doing this. And then when we come back, we can pick up these shifts. And it just allows us to come and go with more ease, but still make money in the hospital and keep our skills up. Mm-hmm. So the more we talked about it, the more it kind of was like, wait, is this the move? Totally. Is this what it, we're doing? And it
0: also, again, universe, Jacksonville, the beaches, Baptist organization also raised their base rates they just did their first raise in god knows how long of the base rate to like over like six dollars an hour no it was four four sorry <laughs> which uh,
1: I mean yeah I'm, I'm happy for four dollars more an hour they just did this like this year actually mm-hmm. but the PRN rate went up four dollars in twelve years, which is insane, yeah. uh, just because of inflation and and the areas become much more well, expensive.
0: Stuff.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's still not okay. Again, if we that was one of the the topics that we are in the discussion of, we would be taking a huge pay cut to do this, right? Um, but let's weigh out the options like what we said in the beginning circling back money is not worth losing your joy money is a resource money is support money is needed to do the things that you want right but we want that money to be flowing in in a way that feels fun and expansive and gentle and and easeful right like be making a shit ton of money but being fucking miserable and wanting to like cry yourself to sleep every night like that money is not worth it it's like almost tainted it's and like
0: when the money is coming in and doesn't allow you to do the things that you love doing right what are you doing you have
1: nothing else to get. what are right? you doing yeah so we're like okay we're gonna be taking a huge pay cut from travel pay right where, like, what you make in one week here is, like, what you could make in a month <laughs> in Jacksonville.
0: One hundred is crazy. No, both of us. That's right. One week, what I just got paid this week because of call, is what Kim and I were budgeting for the entire month of both of us working. Which
1: is insane. But we were also, like, because when you got that fat paycheck, we were like, hell yeah. But I was like, but... But do you remember how you felt all last week? You were so sad and so miserable and you worked your ass off. And yes, we made really great money and I'm grateful for that. But, you know, at what cost? And so that was part of the conversation, like taking this huge pay cut. Okay. But what are the gains? What what can we do with this, this space that we have? Can we pay our bills? Because that's the most important thing. Like, we have to be able to take care of ourselves. We have to be able to pay our bills. Can we do that working PRN? Yes, we can. And the money we earn through TravSess and the possibilities that we can do next year. Like, we want to do retreats, and we want to do another course, and we want to do other trips. Like, we're going to be doing this tv show there's all these other things working with nomadicare working with nomadicare working with another company to help them build their radiology department we have all these different opportunities that we can earn money in a way that feels more aligned with what we want to be doing and how we want to work and live that's outside of the the misery of this particular contract and and so when we started to kind of piece it all together and weigh it out we're like, okay. Yes, we're gonna to have to hustle. Yes, we're gonna to have to figure things out. Yes, we'll have to be intentional and more thoughtful with how we're spending and budget.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and budget because again, we as travelers, we've made so much money that we don't have to necessarily think about budgeting as much unless we have a very strict financial goal. Because we're like, no, we have, we're good, like we can do anything we want. Like, where do you wanna go? What do you wanna do? So our lifestyle will have to change in some ways. And be more thoughtful with how we're spending our money. But can we do it? Mm-hmm. Is it worth taking this kind of step back? Not step backward. But like this pay cut. Are the gains worth it? And what we figured out was that it is.
0: 100%. And We can did, make it work. It didn't just come with like we can make it work. It came with excitement. And now it's led to even more possibilities of like future that you and i have never even thought about right like the ideas that we just came up with before this podcast like that you and i were just shooting the shit about were not even in existence
1: right and exactly and so and even also so this is like the year plan right so after a year who knows what can happen but even within that year if there's there's because of the flexibility we have if there's a quick contract that pops up that says a six-week contract or something we i could fly there and take the contract and come back home so there's still opportunities even within that because we're not tethered
0: correct
1: and so what again like as we kept going we're like okay i feel like this is kind of the next step and so that happened on saturday and then on Monday, or or Eric, uh, our the director said, if you're if you want to do this, then fill out the application so we have that on file. And then we were like, okay, are we going to do this? Because if we do this, we are all in. Like we cannot back out. We've already tried to do this once, and it completely backfired. And I think that was another part of the conversation yeah. is we tried to do this what
0: 2018.
1: How many years? So four years.
0: Yeah, eighteen. Four
1: years ago, mm-hmm. and or however many years ago, four, yeah. and we thought like we could do PRN, and it ended up just being a really bad decision. It was not the right timing, and so it completely backfired from a financial point of view of just like um, this is too stressful right now, and so we had to like say just kidding and like leave after
0: we went to a day of orientation.
1: Yeah. And and so it was so we kind of had PTSD from that because we're like, we don't want to make the same decision. So
0: So did so did Eric. (laughs) Right. So
1: we had to talk about it. So like if you guys are gonna commit, you're gonna commit and we're gonna do this. And so we really had to decide, can we do this? And the answer ended up being yes, we we know we can do this. Because once we take this next step. We cannot back out unless we're just willing to completely burn this bridge. Right. And this is also a friend. So if we're really willing to fucking piss someone off and, and like burn all bridges, if we're going to move forward, we have to be 100% certain. So then once we decided we were certain, let's do it. We filled out the applications. Literally the next day, HR from Beaches calls me and I set up my interview on Tuesday so this is all going so fast where it's like I almost am just like oh my god oh my god oh my god this is going so fast like I didn't even have time to think and then Tuesday I have an interview like a zoom interview with the lead who I actually don't know uh she's new and she's the lead of Baptist Beaches and she was like Uh, Because the other thing was we couldn't start until February. So I was like, I don't know if they're going to wait. That was kind of the thing. Will they wait? They need somebody now, right? They need help now. And, And so I wasn't sure. And she was like, you know, obviously I don't know you, but all the girls here say like you are worth the wait and that we should wait for you. And so I'm just excited to talk to you and whatever. And so I did the interview, still not sure. And then they offered me the job the same day. Yep, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like, th- wait, is this really happening?" Well, and the what funny, the fuck the is funny going thing on? Is,
0: is, they still haven't called me for downtown. So
1: they, yeah. So then it's like, I got this job, and now Aaron still hasn't even been called because um, our friend is not the director for that campus. So it happened very quickly for me because he was in charge of that. So it was like he was orchestrating it, right? Mm-hmm. So the job was kind of mine. Where this campus, we don't have an in. Mm-hmm. But if for some reason they don't call you, you can you can get the PRN job at Beaches or South. Or South, yeah. So it will work out. Or uh, we'll
0: just start there.
1: But yeah, it's just crazy because it all happened so quick where I was like, okay, well, I guess this is what we're doing.
0: Right. And <laughs> you you mentioned something really brief about, and you hit on it, but it's funny again how the door is open, right? Because you just said we can't start till february well we've been saying that my contract's over december 17th which is another universe god thing because circa a week ago i had told them i'm willing to stay till march and so they were working my extension until march but because of the nuances of this facility their hr department held up everything and never approved my extension right so therefore thank god we had like a week ago I would have had to cancel the last two months of my extension. So we literally said, fuck it. Let's do the two weeks off drive down to Florida. Let's start January 3rd in our PRN jobs and like, let's not extend at all. But then what happened was we reached out to our landlord and she said, sorry guys, I need a 60 day notice in writing because then my place is vacant. I can't get people in. And we thought you were staying till March because that's what originally what we had said.
1: Right. And the big deal with that is she would take our deposit and our deposit was twenty five hundred dollars. And that's a lot of money and that's money that will help us get settled into Florida. So it was like, well, that didn't feel good. And and so what we decided was and again, what a gift like. The fact that because usually when you extend a contract, like it happens very quickly. The day of. Yeah. And it, like and so nothing was signed. Nothing was in writing. So it was like you could do whatever you wanted. You had that freedom there, which was such a blessing, even though at the time we were like, what the hell? This is like get it together. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what we decided was. you end next week you're taking almost two weeks off so you get that break which will feel so good
0: oh i can't wait and
1: then you're gonna extend for four weeks in january so it's only four weeks and that allows us to get our deposits back which is huge for us financially and then you're gonna make really good money so that we can just save and save and save and really get ourselves in a position that we feel like we have a good cushion and that we can coast into florida feeling prepared and feeling like we're in a good position to start this new chapter. And so my start date and yours will be, I'm assuming probably the same day, will be February 6th. So we'll leave here on the 28th. We'll move down to Florida. And then we will start our new chapter of, of doing PRN back where it all began, where we worked 15 motherfucking years ago. Mm-hmm. And we'll start PRN and 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 see our goal is to stay for the whole year and really just kind of see how it feels to have a little bit more stability in our life. And, and
0: cushion to work on Travis and not be glued to the hospital. Right. And what can come of that?
1: And what could come of that? And so that's where we're at, guys. Whew. It's it's this is it feels like this has been a year-long journey. It's been like a week. A like week. it's literally been less than a week.
0: This started. Last oh my god! It's today's weekend.
1: Saturday, so we're recording this on Saturday, so it's this, been one week.
0: This was the first day that I reached out.
1: Holy shit! Balls.
0: No, you reached out beaches. I yep. talked to Eric on Friday.
1: Right. Wow. It
0: was a week from yesterday that this all started. That's
1: insane. And so it's amazing. Again, I think the takeaway is for anybody listening is again, money is never worth being miserable. Money is just a tool and a resource and a support. And there are ways to earn money, whether it's a different contract or whatever it is, but in a way that doesn't feel like it's sucking the soul out of your soul.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and um, and and knowing when to call it quits and knowing when it's not worth it anymore. Well, I
0: think that's the biggest lesson oh, that I would Can say. I just finish this thought yes. real quick?
1: And knowing when it's not worth it anymore and trusting in yourself enough to know that when something isn't right it's because another door is trying to open and maybe you've never even thought about it maybe it's not even on your radar like florida wasn't on our radar it was the last place we'd ever thought about and we just kept following the crumbs and kept taking the next step and stayed open and just said we know there's a solution and we are going to figure it out together period end of story whatever that is and each step step led to the next and now that it's all clicked in we're like Oh yeah, this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing.
0: Not only does this feel right, I am so freaking pumped. Me too. I'm so pumped. I can see myself there. I can visualize it. I can see what our weekends look like. I can see what our weekdays look like. I can vision ourselves in our backyard on my swing, like I all of that in in like a beautiful little house that like is way less money than we're paying for to live in this apartment mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying like it just all works out and i think the biggest lesson that i have is just like really getting to know yourself enough to be able to make those decisions that you're obviously like being triggered by emotions but you know when it's rational or not and that is a skill that takes practice and being able to say that like no like i'm not just pulling the plug because i'm emotional and something happened and i'm reacting to it it's about being able to see that like i've been miserable and i haven't felt like myself for some time now i've gotten through it but now it's reached a physical point that i i have to pull the plug and we have to figure it out but i'm also still in the headspace to do it gently that it's not like oh no you need to extend till the end of january And I'm literally like freaking out and can't do it. That actually feels, okay, that's my negotiation with the universe. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can stick this out for four more weeks. Whereas five more weeks on top of that feels like a boulder is pushing on me.
1: Well, and you know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And also I think because you have these two weeks off. So it's like you're going to have this rest period and and to be able to fill yourself back up and then you'll hit four weeks. And then it's like, as we know how fast that goes and then we're on to the next chapter and that feels exciting. So there's hope in there as well and like excitement and newness and yeah, so Stay tuned. We'll keep you guys posted with all of the things. Um, hopefully, we'll hear from Baptist Downtown this week. Yeah. And, and air, like, what are the chances of. Usually, you're the one who has the job, and then I'm like, uh, maybe I'll get one, right? And now I'm like, I'm the one who has the job. Like, I'm the sugar mama. Oh
0: my
1: God. I'm your sugar mama. Really? Kiss it. Kiss, really, kiss PR, it.
0: really PR in?
1: I know. But, you know, it's. They really need some help, and it's good for me because I also haven't worked in the hospital in over a year, so I feel super rusty, and this feels like a gentle way for me to get back in and, and, you know, regain my skill set in an environment that, again, I haven't worked there in so long, but I I know the vibe of the place. I know the the girls. Yeah, so it feels gentle to me, and then I also have another friend who offered uh, to bring me on PRN where she is, And she's like, literally, I do two or three patients a day. It's like thyroids and abdomens. And it's so chill. It's just me and another girl. And she's like, it is the easiest money you'll ever make. And so for me, going back and doing ultrasound, because again, I've been doing triathesis for the last year. My mind is in such a different place. Like I'm not in the hospital. That mentality feels so foreign to me. going back into ultrasound in this kind of a way that feels like hell yeah like this feels easy it feels gentle it feels like i can totally do this bring your
0: skills back
1: getting my skills up taking call which again isn't ideal but it's a great way to earn money and if i'm off the next day that i can then work on trafcess it's just such a great opportunity that feels like i can i can totally do this and it feels so right yeah so here we go baby on to the next adventure together (sighs) wow Ten years later, we're heading back home.
0: To a place that we swore we would never live again.
1: I know. And it's like, never say never. And in this moment, it feels right. And that might change. Like, we might feel differently in a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Like, things are always changing and shifting. But in this moment right now, it feels perfect.
0: Yeah, it's a soft landing. And like your mom and stepdad said the same thing. Like, this isn't about, like, this is our permanent home. Like, we can leave just as easily as we take travel contracts. Exactly. So it doesn't, there's not that trapped feeling. It feels like a great place to land for how busy our 2023 is with family support and knowing that Mimi is taken care of. With somebody that loves her and that we don't have to pay an arm and a leg for.
1: Exactly. And there was sign-on bonuses for these PRN jobs that we didn't even know about. So that was an added bonus. I'm like, wow, we get these sign-on bonuses too? So that's just more money that, you know, it's just like, wow, okay, like it's all coming together. And then my sister is sending me all these houses down in Riverside that are so cute. Because again, you know for 10 years we've been on the go as you know living in apartments we don't really care whatever but to go back to having a backyard and having a swing and and having like some space having an office is like and and these places that she's sending us are in our price range so we're like oh my gosh this is actually doable
0: we can not only have an office we have a beautiful kitchen and a fireplace and a backyard and a guest bedroom and like who freaking knew
1: It feels so foreign to us because Mm -hmm. that just hasn't been a part of our experience as travelers because that's not what you're doing, right? You're trying to find
0: the cheapest and
1: short term. Mm -hmm. So uh, opening it up for a year is also bringing in more options that we're like, wow. So the pieces just keep falling into place. And so... We'll see what happens next week. We'll keep you guys posted. Thank you for being on this crazy adventure with us.
0: And if this episode did not wrap it up, then I don't know what will, but map your own path and always (laughs) stay Travzest.
1: And always stay open-minded. Totally. And always follow the crumbs. If
0: it's hard, it's not right. Yeah. Really.
1: Right. 100%. 100%. That's how we'll end it. Yeah. When you feel like you're trying to force something, it's it's not clicking in. It's not coming together. It, it means it's time to pivot and try Rethink another route. Yep. And that there's always a plan. There's always the perfect next step for you. And so just keep leaning into what is clicking in and feeling good. And then that always leads you to the next thing. And regardless of how anything has been challenging or hard, that has always been our experience in the 15 years we've been together because that is a belief that we have. And it doesn't mean it's always fucking rainbows and butterflies and easy, but it, there's always a solution and we always get to it and we always figure it out.
0: Whoop.
1: All right, guys. We're out. Stay Chop says, bitches, <laughs> go buy a backpack,
0: motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's, we're in it. <laughs>